Welcome to the Orthodontics and Summary Podcast, where Farouk brings you the key points and understanding of orthodontic webinars, conferences, and papers in a concise podcast with your host, Farouk Ahmed. Hello all and welcome to another episode. Today's lecture is entitled Thinking Outside the Box, Non-Conventional Treatment for Non-Conventional Patients by Nelson Leon. And Nelson Leon is an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. His lecture entailed describing four orthognathic cases who had surgical treatment in quicker time frames. Now he described his cohort of patients, 85% of them are conventional, have orthodontics followed by orthognathic surgery, but he described these 15% which are non-conventional, patients who needed quicker outcomes. And the lecture followed how he thought outside the box to manage these patients' expectations. Now the first case was of a facial asymmetry. The patient's complaint was of a wonky face. Now the etiology was congenital hyperplasia. The patient lived abroad and wanted to have something done quicker to straighten their face. Nelson's approach to resolving this was to simply carry out a genioplasty. The genioplasty itself was termed a propeller genioplasty. Now, this involves having two cuts, one horizontal on the chin and one angular underneath it. This results in a mobile middle component which can be swapped around, therefore increasing the height on one side of the chin and reducing it on the other, counteracting the asymmetry. The second case was of a retrognathic mandible. Now, the patient would ideally have a BSSO advancement and having been decompensated previous. The patient didn't have time. Now, Nelson described if a BSSO advancement took place without orthodontic preparation, it would result in large lateral open bites. So how did Nelson get around this? Well, carrying out the BSSO advancement, but having four sections to it. So starting off with a genioplasty to begin with, then starting a subapical osteotomy, carrying out the BSSO advancement, and then completing that subapical osteotomy. So what does that do? Well, it makes the anterior segment mobile. It allowed Nelson to reposition that anterior 2 to 2 region more apically, therefore allowing more uh, counterclockwise rotation off the mandible and therefore prevents these lateral open bites from presenting. The second case was of a class 3 case of a patient who had a hypoplastic maxilla, both anterior posterior but also vertically, and her complaint was that when she smiled, her lip touched her nose. Nelson stated the up and sides were quite proclined. So, his surgical only management for this case was to carry out a three-part maxilla. It involved in advancing the maxilla itself, but also decompensating the patient surgically. So how did he do that? Again, it involved a subapical osteotomy to make that anterior segment mobile. Now, he extracted the upper fours, which allowed him to rotate the anterior segment to be able to decompensate the patient. And then the BSSO set back to a class 1. And then the fourth case was that of a patient with maxillary hyperplasia, a patient who complained of having a monkey-like appearance. So, Nelson's approach to managing this case surgically only was to carry out a horseshoe-shaped osteotomy of the maxilla. So what does that do? Well, that separates the dental components, the dental alveolar side of all of the dentition, and separates it from the remaining maxilla. And this allowed him to do two key things. This allowed him to be able to uh, intrude the maxilla in its entirety, but also to set back the dental alveolar segment. 
Nelson's conclusions were that these types of surgical movements are complementary treatments for orthognathic surgery and how the standard should still be the conventional decompensating of patients and having orthodontic involvement. But what he presented here was some ideas to work around for those non-conventional patients, i.e. patients who can't have orthodontic treatment for a variety of reasons. And I think that gives us some more insight as to what is potentially possible for patients going forwards and ideas as to how we address those non-conventional patients. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Please stay tuned for the next one.